Hello, guys. Welcome back to Andrea's podcast. And if you're new here, welcome. Today, I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine. Actually, we met last year at a Fast Foundations Mastermind. And since then, I am just super excited just to share her story with you because, oh my gosh, she's helped me so many people with her message. But let me introduce my friend to you guys. Suzanne Burchell. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Andrea. That was so good. Thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> like, you guys don't know. We were just talking before we started recording, but I was like, uh, I don't want to pronounce your last name wrong. <laughs> you did great. Thank you. you. <laughs> so, Suzanne, I, I would like to start my pod, the podcast with some fire questions, just so our listeners can, you know, know you a little bit more. Hmm. Okay, let's go. Alrighty. So where are you from? Born and raised in Berlin, Germany. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, what brings you joy? Oh, being out in nature, being with my family and finding finding myself mm. like that really has become a true joy okay and leading to the first question what brought you here to the states okay well i grew up on the um, eastern side in germany meaning behind the iron curtain and i way back when already hated being like limited to where i can go what i can think how i can say things and I remember having a conversation with my grandmother at the age of 13, literally scheming my escape from, mm. you know, the country because I, I just knew that I didn't want to stay in this kind of, how do you say that, um, environment. And, you know, they, they taught us how to think and how to be. And um, that was just not for me. Like, and mm. I knew that when I was 13 and while the wall came down, and when I was like 23, 24, I could feel that fire again of me. No, Germany isn't my my place to be. Like, I don't feel free here. Mm -hmm. um, so the opportunity arose that my <clears throat> boyfriend at that time left and he moved to America. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to come. Like, you mind? I'm going to follow you. Although I promised myself never to follow a man. I still did. And it brought me to Charleston, South Carolina, and started the whole journey. Wow, that's impressive. That's awesome. You know, like it takes a lot of courage to leave your own country and uh, take the leap, you know? What's interesting that you say that there was nothing, not at that moment that I felt could keep me there anymore. Mm. Because it wasn't, it wasn't me. Like I felt so locked in and so exhausted with how the procedures were, how people thought, what the mm -hmm. belief system was, how I was supposed to behave. I, you know, when you have that knowing that there is more out there. Mm -hmm. And I met my now husband. If mm -hmm. I would have left, I would not have the family that I have right now. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, exactly. You know. And there was no fear. 
there. Mm-hmm. Like I had no ounce of fear, even thinking back. I was, I, I knew, I just knew deep down there that is where I need to go for next. Wow, that's that's it's that is very very impress, impressive. So, what is your superpower? Oh, right in the heart, man. So. <laughs> Do you remember a year ago when we had to talk about our superpower and mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I am going to vomit. Mm-hmm. Um, so my superpower, what I've came to learn around what my superpower is that I'm now actually able to create, mm. that I am a nurturer and that I like to get people together and form a community yeah yeah and i like to i am also really really good at challenging the status quo so this is what i've learned about myself so far what i'm really good at yeah it's not a awesome you know like in a year how much you can grow when you take and when when you decide to say yes to yourself and to your dreams oh yes you know, you know, and, and even if it's not like deciding the whole picture, but deciding to whatever I can do today. And even if it is like a tiny little small step forward, it is still a step towards where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's the one thing that I, I forgot to to say about you is that you are a former professional ballet dancer and now you coach ballet dancers to become their best. Yeah, to actually empower themselves from within. And Mm. if you would like me to get into that, I am happy to how this all came about and Mm -hmm. Um, so yes, professional dancer grew up in East Germany. We ran Russian training. It was eight years of, I don't know, eight, 10 hours a day, six days a week. Um, and it definitely taught me discipline. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget that. It taught me to, uh, not stand up for myself, but it taught me to work really, really hard for what I wanted. Mm. Okay. And it also taught me to not believe in myself it taught me to do what everybody else wanted me to do it taught me to um, ask for permission from other people it taught me to look for validation from others Mm -hmm. and it taught me to be really really fearful of everything else out there Mm. okay and that's how I lived my career as a dancer and that was the reason that I never rose to my full potential my body my physical abilities as a dancer were exquisite i could have been a superstar Mm -hmm. if i had the mindset Mm. and i when i started my self-development journey and i i reached a certain point when I was ready basically to hear the message i was like why didn't i have that when i was dancing like we're mm. doing that for for entrepreneurs. We're doing that for everybody that is open to learn and to become mm. more. But we're the dancers. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I get that? I'm an I 
had athletic training. I was working like an athlete, but yet I was only really concentrating on how my body functioned mm. without knowing how it functioned. Yeah. And what I can do to increase its functionality. Mm -hmm. It's doing more, 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 more. Mm -hmm. And you know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From your background. So this is how Point to Rise was born really literally within um i don't know two minutes it was a thought and it took literally two years for me to find the courage mm. to put it into action because what i am seeing in the community now is that we are still following the old models of how ballet and dance are being perceived and taught and what we're thinking it needs to be and mm -hmm. that starts with like body image and how we train mm. them how we um, run companies how we lead the dancers mm -hmm. and i'm 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 calling bullshit i mm -hmm. don't think it has to be that way at all in order to be successful mm -hmm. and that's what i'm here to to show to teach to encourage to empower I'm basically here to tell them that there is so much more than they think they actually are. Yeah. So do you think that you mentioned that you took you like two years to have the courage to to launch your your dream or to start even like working on your company? Do you think that it's the same feelings that dancers are? are facing right now with their own careers as well. Like they want to speak up because they see something that, okay, this is not a, I, something is wrong, but I don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's right to me to say it. You mm -hmm. know, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, I do. I'm living it every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna reach a little further back. Um, I learned about myself that, and I, I still have not trouble, but I have this challenge that I keep waiting for somebody else to give me permission to either mm. change, to step outside of myself, to, to dream bigger, to tell me that I am worthy, that I have the mm -hmm. permission to go that way because even though nobody else has done it or is going to do it, it doesn't mean that it's wrong for me to do it. Okay. Mm. Um, and I feel that that is a large amount of challenge that provides or this kind of thinking or feeling because it was so instilled in us is what's holding the entire industry back. Mm -hmm. So is it going to take, is it taking a lot? I, I don't know. I really don't. It doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. I, I'm here. Like I am not going anywhere mm -hmm. with my vision, with my mission. Mm -hmm. um, but what I really want to give them is the permission to, to really question every single bit that mm -hmm. they're going through on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Even though it may feel comfortable right? Yeah. They're yeah. not challenging themselves mm. in order so they yes. can grow as yes. Yeah. You said something that is very important. We're talking about dancers in here, but I think the, what we're talking, the topic we're talking, it's, it, it, it can be related with any profession or any person or especially 
I won't say that just a, a majority is a female for females, but I would say like majority of this feeling of uh, not uh, being worthy or acceptable or have to fit a certain way, it's more related with women. Maybe it's because I'm a woman. I have no idea. Oh, I, <laughs> hear I think I it's like the same way. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's more related with women than as you know, majority is women. And so um, what I think you, one thing that you said is that challenging yourself, challenging your own beliefs is something that you you have to force yourself to do, you know, but when you have a coach like you that you give the permission, say, hey, what about you do this? What about if you try this? You know, what can you learn from this? What do you have to lose if you try? Because at the end of the day, you're not, you have nothing, nothing, nothing to lose. You know, all you have, actually, you, you have, all you have is gains, either gain of knowledge, gain from your, you know, from the experience of making the mistake, gaining self-belief and self-confidence, right? And then, and then I get it when you're saying like, you're giving them the permission to, to have those experiences because you put yourself in that situation, right? So that's what you are doing every single day, even to build your own, your community, you know, spreading your, your message is that daily grind that is you're challenging yourself. So I appreciate that. I wish the listeners could see us because I'm just like my nose, <laughs> my head is not it's like, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to throw in something on the topic of women because huh? when I was in corporate America, I, and I was climbing the ladder, I was told by my male superior that, oh, Suzanne, we have to structure your development <laughs> plan differently because you're a woman. Hmm. And I, I don't know, I, I think I sat on it for like six months, seven months, maybe a year before I quit. Mm. Way too long, for sure. Yeah. However, I was just floored that even in the, you know, when was that, 2012, 2013, that we're still having these conversations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So, um and when we're looking at how women versus men in the dance and ballet community are mm-hmm. being treated, now let's not forget that there's an abundance of women, female mm-hmm. dancers out there, right? Um, mm-hmm. And when you don't have the right leadership skills, you perhaps can take advantage of this abundance mm-hmm. and you put the boundaries that you're putting into place can be hurtful for the other side mm-hmm. and that's what we're seeing right now mm-hmm. um we're seeing an influx of female dancers and we're also seeing that um the way they're being treated to say mm-hmm. very very broad is unfavorable to their personal development mm-hmm. And they're also, it, it creates so much fear, the, the lack mentality, because ballet companies are 
nonprofit organizations. Mm. So they're chasing the money every year. They're going and and fundraising for all their shows. And um, I feel if it would be something that they would be paying attention to that, you know, a business could be formed around Mm -hmm. having it as a nonprofit organization. Mm. And this whole chasing mentality would become the, you know, perhaps they could be the prey. They could be when when you make your own money, you step into a completely different mindset. You become so much more powerful mm-hmm. because you feel in control again. And yeah. when you feel in control and you feel like you you have the power mm-hmm. in a good way, yeah, then you're also able to treat the people that are working with you, yeah, for you. Mm-hmm. in a completely different way mm-hmm. like it would raise the entire industry up mm-hmm. that's interesting i never knew that uh, ballet was a non-profit mm-hmm. organization mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm completely to be honest with you i'm completely like ignorant when it comes down to like ballet and professional dancing because I never been involved and uh, you were actually the first person that I know that is like a former professional like ballet dancer so for me this is kind of a new and then it's is actually brings it's bringing a lot of awareness and it's uh, a topic that I believe that uh, it definitely needs to be more open discuss it you know in our society because so many girls out there they want to become dancers they want to become ballet dancers because it has this who who wants it like when i was little i remember i want to be a ballet dancer it's so beautiful it's so like you know like that's this dream but also has so much into it one of the things that came in my mind and i want to ask you do you think that uh because you mentioned about like a body image do you think that um they emphasize more on the promoting more dancers who are more they are a stereotype of a, a ballet dancer versus someone who is a more robust robust or you know has a a different body makeup yeah so yes but let me back up for this one mm-hmm. so um, I here's what I'm seeing. Ballet and dance are really rooted in a, oh gosh, centuries of tradition. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's true. and and tradition makes us feel safe. It makes us feel like we don't have to change anything. It makes us feel something we can fall back on. It's like a perfectly made bed that we can lay in every night. Okay. Um, but we're, when we're cha- or when we are challenging these traditions, we, we start ugh, stirring the pot. It feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It feels unaligned. And with keeping what we're wanting to see the same on stage, meaning that every woman on stage needs to look just like that girl beside mm-hmm. you. Um, it keeps it very safe. It takes out the question on how how should I be, you know. But it also it also takes away um, the creation of beautiful individuals that could offer so much more. Mm-hmm. 
the people that are coming to a ballet performance that are sitting in the theater and wait for the mm -hmm. curtain to to open up are are not really um enthralled by you know the acrobatics and the the one looks like the other kind of look anymore mm -hmm. it is all about or awakening emotions in mm -hmm. us. this is what we're looking for this is what we're not where we're going this is where we always have been it is only that we're now admitting to it and, and are more open to it mm -hmm. i remember as a kid i couldn't wait to go to see my next show because i was with them on stage mm -hmm. you know it was for me it was never about the the high jumps and the high legs and all the tricks that they could do it was what it evoked in me like the possibility to dream to escape to to be somewhere else, to feel a part of mm -hmm. that family that I saw on stage, the community. And we have now removed ourselves from that and, and we're just chasing an audience to sit in the seat mm -hmm. so we can make some money. Mm -hmm. And yes, keep, we're, we're keeping them the same because mm -hmm. if we're switching it up, we don't know if the people over here mm -hmm. are going to come and like what we're putting on. That was really long minute, but I had to go. No, there. yeah, no, no. It, thank you for sharing because it, it, I think it's important to like, and and it's our responsibility to as a, as a viewer or as someone who watched those performances to, to be more more open minded. You know, I think it's it's it comes down to us to take responsibility of make it change you know and accept the change and it's you not know, this is it becomes a little more like i'm taking this i hope that i'm not taking this like people won't think that i am being too hardish but it becomes like it's just like politics you know like it's not a right or wrong you oh just can we go there that's all for it it's because yeah. it's it's just you gotta be more open-minded and if, think if see things in different perspective because we are evolving as a, as a as a humanity we are evolving we are not the same and i get it traditions are traditions but traditions doesn't mean that you have to forget the traditions but you don't have to keep shaking the tradition extend that same thing you can take bits and pieces that are good and you can start making even better right yeah. so it's like adapting which that's how we do things we adapt to things but doesn't mean that we are accepting the things that are, are wrong we know what is right what is wrong at the end of the day, in our hearts, we all know, you know, and if someone is doing something wrong and they are not saying anything, I, I think that's a bull crap. Yes. Right. You know, I don't know how can you sleep with doing things like that. But um, but I think that, uh, you know, like having a voice like yours in the community and uh, allowing the dancers to the dancer to express themselves and to even take the traditional ballet to something else. That, to me, that is art. 
And you know, it it does exist out there in in some ways. Mm -hmm. um, the the thing is though, and and I just um, talked about this very briefly. The the difference between an audience and a community mm -hmm. comes into play so much. So thinking back, and I was a leader of a um, ballet company before. And it was all around audience acquisition. How many butts can we get in the seat? How many people can come in? Okay. Um, and how are we going to do this? And it, it never occurred to me back then that an audience really just comes to see you and to mm. take from you. Mm. But a community is what builds you up, what lifts you up, that, mm -hmm. that rallies around a common goal or a common cause, um, even a common feeling for that matter. Mm -hmm. And how much stronger any company really would be if they would rally a community around them. And when we're talking about traditions, traditions are good, but what is the enemy of great? It's good. Mm -hmm. It just Good. It has been yeah. working like this since I don't know, 1552. It's average. Everybody can do it. Mm -hmm. And that is not your success um, or your path to success at all. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Like, you know, the, the um, being seeking change is not something that is for entrepreneurs or in business. But this is not something like um, a Bali company has ever explored. <clears throat> Change always meant, <gasps> you know, what am I going to do now? If I can't live in my in my little two by four apartment, then I don't know what else to do. And that's mm. what we're seeing in that world right now. It's that fight or flight. Yeah. Like the deepest fears are coming out. Yeah. And that's what I really want to not not challenge i just want them to see what possibilities mm -hmm. there are because if you don't ask better questions you're never going to get better answers mm -hmm. yeah i agree with you how do you see the industry in years from now okay um so i i don't want to pay yeah but if you have a more leaders just like you so if we had more leaders like me, gosh, we could do so much more. We could really change the, the core belief, the core of the industry. Um, and this is why I am so passionate about and really reignited my passion around community because mm -hmm. that is how we change things. Yeah. The leaders and change it always comes from within. Mm -hmm. You know, when I look back, when I was 15, when the, the wall came down in Germany, and I remember to this day, it took two people to stand in front of the entire country, Reagan and Gorbachev, to have their, I don't know, 20 minute long speeches, just asking the right questions. And that was enough of a starter, of a fire, to rally everybody else living in East Germany to start speaking up, to have 
weekly demonstrations to challenge the status quo. Mm. And then it took another year and the wall fell by accident. Mm. It was an accident. They, they did not even intend to do this, right? Wow. Um, but that shows how much power lays in every single person mm-hmm. that is out there. It shows the power of when people come together for a common cause. Therefore, community is the essence of your business. Mm-hmm. So true. So when you're talking about community, how you are um, reaching out to those people right now, how they can find you. Oh, so, um, well, I'm on Instagram under Suzanne Pochel. Um, I just started an Instagram page for the Point to Rise community. I also have a Facebook group that is um, invite only. So you can DM me, text mm-hmm. me, send smoke signals. Um, if you want to be a part of it, I'm in there every day. We're working on empowerment right now. How are we going to get back to stage if theaters mm. open up again? Like, what does that look like? How, yeah. what could you potentially feel? How are you not going to fall back into old habits? All of these things. Um, and I also have a wonderful website, pointerize.com. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, um, what is one message you can... Oh, hang on. I right. so forgot. I'm launching my podcast next oh, week. Oh, yeah. Woo. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, you should be. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> people were like, probably they're like, <laughs> what the heck? What's going on? <laughs> that's so awesome. Let's celebrate that. I want to... So what's the name of your podcast? Point to Rise. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm going to be the first one to listen. so yeah that's where you can find me that's where you can find everything that um i am about and that what is point to rise is about we have about 600 members now in the point to rise community so i want to make it to i I would love to have every every dancer everybody that is involved into dance or even any kind of like athletic sport in there so you can, you know, learn everything about your mindset and discover mm-hmm. yourself and take back your power and stop leaking your energy everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. So excited. I'm so excited for you. I'm excited for the people who are working with you and, uh, and for all you have, you know, your journey, seriously. It takes, again, takes a lot of courage to someone to step up, you know, to follow their dreams it's not easy, and I know it's not easy. It's a battle every single day. And the beautiful thing is that you are doing the work. You're not a just you're not a just talking. You are walking the talk, and that's something that uh, I recognize that most people out there are not doing. Especially mm-hmm. when you go on Instagram, especially when you look at the highlights of other people's lives, all we see is how they they now they are collecting the fruits or they are enjoying whatever whatever success means to them. You know, a car or a, a boat. I don't know. I have no idea. But it, who knows really if they are truly truly living a fulfilling life? 
you know, if they're creating, impacting other people's lives. You know, you might be enjoying like all the highlights of every single day, but if you're not making the impact in people's lives, it's, it's, it's not, right? So, and I appreciate you a lot. So if you can leave us a message mm. to our listeners. Um, that is a good one. Okay, well, so my message would be that stop believing that everybody else can give you what you need. Go find it in yourself. Look at mm. yourself first. Point at yourself because everything you really need is inside you. Mm. This is a great message. Here we go, guys. So go follow Suzanne on Instagram. We're going to put all the information in our show notes. Check her out. You know, shoot her in a message. Get into that Facebook group. Get some, you know, like a mindset coaching from her, her. And don't forget to subscribe for her new podcast. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And don't forget to leave us as a review. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much, Suzanne. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry about Marley. I don't know. She just like. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Dogs, kids, I tell you, all oh, this was awesome. Thanks this is part of our life. I know. Our, our listeners know this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not editing this. Oh you're not? Oh great. Awesome. That's that's well, how it is in our house. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't Ready? say that before. <laughs> okay. Alrighty guys. We will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>